Hello everybody and welcome to the Orange House for a very, well, not very special episode 10, but it's special to us because we made it 10 whole episodes, 10 whole weeks, which at the beginning of this seemed so far away and like we said multiple times before, it just keeps like flying by. We're already at week 10, isn't that crazy? It does, it, it, it's crazy to remember that it's 10 weeks, like what's that, two and a half months now that we've been doing this? At 10, yeah, at least two and a half months. I mean... <laughs> It see in a way it seems longer, but at the same time, it there's so much like it, it seems like it's just flown by. But at the same time, you know, like uh, when people will talk to us about the podcast, they'll, they'll mention so many different things. Like, oh, when you said this, like, and I'm like, I don't remember saying that at all. No, what I'm, episode yeah, was that? <laughs> it's weird. It's like people remember so many things that I said that I don't even remember I said because we'll be recording and sometimes I'm so focused on, you know wanting to make it entertaining and making a point or something that i i just kind of like i completely forgot the thing i just said if we've moved on to another topic yeah exactly uh but i mean for one thing we really do want to say is for those of you who have stuck it out with us for 10 whole episodes so far even if you're just joining in like thanks for giving us that support that seriously like uh i mean that keeps us going. Just the just a couple people every single episode. Literally, keeps us just going. hearing people say like, "Hey, I enjoyed that," or "That was really funny," is it, like super yeah. gratifying. It's like you actually care what I have to say. Like, yeah, honestly, <laughs> like, I came into this being like, even if nobody listens to this, it'll be something for me to do. But I don't know. It's just added. I don't know. It just gives me a little more motivation. Yeah, and it's. I mean, the, a lot of more motivation, even just the small things. Do you think? I mean, do you think it's like a? I I think it's just kind of a. We we are in a somewhat of a unique. Um, a unique position because like I don't know too many people in at least our college that have a podcast like this you know I'm just more recently getting in in the mix with like the other college podcasts but they're all usually like a you know like I I know a finance podcast and like you know I know like a I know another guy here in Chico State who runs like a self-help podcast but I feel like we're one of the only people here that kind of have just like we really have no point. We just kind of bullshit. Yeah, I I think that's probably. I mean, if you look at today, there's like there's an aspect of that that's really appealing to today's audience, especially like after like everyone was quarantined and everything. It's just like doesn't make you feel like you're alone, like you're a part of something, like you're in the room with them almost. Like I know I've had that feeling many times with. B- Mainly Joey Diaz, mm-hmm. the church of what's happening now. But it's just like, I'll be listening to a podcast in the car or something, and you'll just get caught up like, like you're there. And I think I think that can be comforting in some way. Oh, it's super comforting. I find myself, dude, I find myself doing that every single day. Like, I almost I almost get like kind of a, like a bad feeling from it. Like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> am I really this lonely? That I'm like, I need, <laughs> I need to hear people talk around me. But it's there is that like very comforting uh thing of just but just hearing a conversation between people especially one of just people that are interesting that you're you know not to say that we're interesting but all those podcasts out there of people that like i respect you know it's it's cool to like hear their input yeah it's it's more of a casual pod if you're listening to like something like a self-help podcast or like a, a finance podcast you know you're trying to learn something you're you're clearly interested in that area but this one's just kind of uh, you know, casual, you know, relaxing, just kind of, we're just talking, you yeah. know, come talk, you can come listen to us if you want. I know for me, it kind of, from our perspective, you know, just having the podcast every week, knowing that like, you know, for 
an hour or so every week I'm going to be able to just kind of forget about everything else and just go into you know what I want to talk about and it's I don't know it gives me some sense of just like escape kind of like I'm sure you've had this with like Muay Thai like I do the same with Jiu Jitsu it just lets me like focus on one thing and not have to work. Yeah, I, it's a de-stressor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, you need you need those little de-stressors in life because, like, I mean, I would go absolutely crazy if I didn't have anything where I could just kind of like put my mind in another place for an hour a day. That's yeah. that's where I originally, you know, first first it was <laughs> video games for me when I was younger. Like we we've mentioned this multiple times where like I. I was like straight up addicted to video games, you know, six yeah. plus hours a day. It was middle school, but that's also kind of it's just kind of normal, you know, that for 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 growing up. But, um, you know, later on, I found like you know, working out was like a pr- productive version of of taking that time and like doing something. And then just over time, you know, you find those little those little like you said de stressors that kind of yeah. just make life a little more manageable. It's it's important to have those. What um. Other like you mentioned jujitsu, like what I don't know, like I find most of my most of my de stressors are physical, but at the same time, I don't, do you think that's like I think do you think you should have more of a variety? Because I find it it's like for me it's like I have to like almost put let myself rest because I get too into that. No, yeah, I I find that like, like a de stressor. It's funny because. A lot of our, like, just going to the gym or going to martial arts or something, it's like you're putting your body through a lot, but at the you're focusing on, it takes your focus off other things. But I think, alternatively, I definitely will find myself just, I, I don't know, trying to, I don't know, I, I've gotten into, like, I, I did yoga in high school and stuff, and, you know, you, meditation. I don't meditate, like, like, you know, traditionally, like, cross my legs, get a little mat and everything, but yeah. just, like taking a second like putting my phone away or something and just like focusing on my breathing i i definitely do that and i'm not like it's not like a thing i'm we- like weird talking about like no that's, i think it's a really helpful thing well yeah like especially in the past i don't know 10 years that's i just pulled that number completely out of thin air but i'd say over the past like 10 years I and mean, that has become such a talked about thing and it's become it's 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 brought been brought way more to light that meditation is so important and just you know not necessarily just meditation but kind of just bringing yourself back to ground at least you know a couple minutes out of the day just yeah just get away from everything and and find that place where you're kind of i mean I, i know i was looking forward to this podcast just because i know we've both been swamped with school yeah. Uh, I mean, last night and today, all I was doing before this was just schoolwork. I've got midterms coming up, you know, finals. Um, I've got, like, onboarding processes for my internship I'm getting emailed about, stuff like that. And, you yeah, know, it's definitely, it's become, like, I'm, I'm comfortable here. Like, in the beginning when we started, I didn't know what, like, being, fo- like, being, oh, now I, I'm supposed to talk. Mm-hmm. I had, I was like, oh, shit, like, what do I do? But now I, like, come here and I'm just like, okay, like, I, I've done this before. I know what I'm doing. This will be relaxing. Yeah. I mean, this, I, I, I say this year. I mean, it's only been four four months of the year so far, which is also crazy. It's been four. It's almost May. It's almost your birthday. It's almost my birthday. May 2nd. Um, anyway, but I was going to say, though, so far, like, this whole year, for me personally, I, my life, like, has been completely flipped like upside down for a lot of things and just like a lot of it's been like 
trying to just figure it figure it all back out but at the same time you know it's like through all that you know it, the, the beginning or 2020 was hard for me as well i mean yeah I, it, you know the beginning yeah. yeah everyone had that same thing the beginning of 2021 i was thinking you know nothing can be as hard as that and sure enough things get hard get hard they, they, <laughs> they take a turn for the worst sometimes and i remember at the like at just when 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 things were really when shit was really hitting the fan for me and i was really just thinking like like what's going on i remember i remember just thinking like it can't it it can't get any worse, so therefore I'm gonna make. We've had this. We've had this discussion we, before. It can't yeah. get any worse, so therefore I'm gonna try to just make it as good as possible. I'm gonna learn from whatever hardship is in front of me and uh, try to just, for lack of a better term, bite the bullet and just take what's coming to me. Yeah, I, we, ta- and, we. I think an important point of that is we talked about this the other day when like quarantine hit and we were all so excited about like school being off and it ended up being like I hate this. I want school to come back. I think we're coming up on another phase like that with everything reopening, mm-hmm. and you know we're so excited to get back to school. But I know for sure, about a month into in-person schooling, I'm gonna be like, "Wow, online was pretty easy compared to this." Oh yeah. But like, I don't know. That's part of it. I think uh, just accepting that, yeah, it's gonna suck sometimes. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, definitely everything is opening up, and I'm getting excited about it. But I know. I know it's coming to where I'm gonna be like, oh fuck this. Here's, yeah. here's the here's the negative aspects. Well, and those those hardships always end up just teaching. At, at least I I try to find the teaching uh, within them. You know, they try to teach me something either about myself or just about how I should hold myself in certain situations. Like, I mean, uh, the importance of the importance of like surrounding yourself with with motivated, driven people has never yeah been. we do we talking about that on the golf course yeah, yeah that's, it's, it's just, that's super a, important well, and and you know it i always knew and i was always taught my whole life by whether it was you know teachers mentors my parents everything that you gotta you know you should surround yourself with people not only not just like-minded people because you should have you know diversity diversity yeah. of opinion and you know just thought as a whole but you should surround yourself with people that are basically just good people yeah. you know and, people and that are going to build you up and and you know have you become a better person by being with them yeah and that's not to say like you have to always be hanging out with people that are pushing you like it's important to have that variety that fun like you can have fun with these people it's very important that you can have fun with them but it's also like people that aren't like i don't know throwing you know just people that kind of like throw everything aside just just to I don't know party or like have fun like you have to have people who are just as are, are dedicated as you are because that's your point of reference for how you how you should be living your life because exactly. if you're around people that make you think it's okay to just kind of ditch whatever you're doing to go you know party fuck around whatever yeah, it is that, that can go for anything not just partying or whatever, I mean that's anything. that's an important aspect believe me you should uh-huh. you should do that in college you absolutely should but it's also important to sacrifice you're gonna have to sacrifice sometimes and uh, I think I've definitely we've both probably realized that as of this past year I mean there's been a lot of sacrifices I've made yeah um, but I also another thing I wanted to bring up was just about the de-stressors mm-hmm. was the lo- like just location for me like mm-hmm. being in Chico almost feels like 
like cuz you know you're from San Diego I'm from, I'm from Sac almost feels like a, I don't want to say escape cuz I deal with problems here too yes. but it makes me feel like you know I live my own life up here I have uh it it's separate from my stuff at home and I don't know how San Diego is, but Sacramento people seem to love getting into any drama they can. Like my phone's been blowing up in my pocket right now <laughs> just because I know there's all this drama and a bunch of people are, I guess, upset with me about some stuff. But you know what? I don't have to care. I'm up in Chico. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know what you mean. It's, it is like a – like just kind of a – you can escape from all the the bullshit you didn't like about your hometown. Which yeah. I really have, you know, I have a hard time finding stuff I really didn't like about growing up in San Diego. But you know, there's some things that you that are like, okay, I kind of want to, kind of want to get away from this for a little while. And yeah. that that's what's that's what's nice about just going to, especially going to college somewhere else, or just you know having. That's, like a, I think just living, like not necessarily on our own, but we're able to do what we want mm-hmm. when we want. You know, there's not really like things we got to tiptoe around or anything we can live our lives and express ourselves pretty freely dude it's it's so crazy how how living alone like how much that that changes absolutely everything and i do i wasn't even like fully alone you know the first time i was living alone quote unquote i was in the dorms you know i had Mm -hmm. i had food being made for me i had you know i was basically living in like a hotel but it just that alone just not having not having my parents there, which I never, like I've mentioned before, never had problems with my parents. Never really had, you know, an authority problem, especially with my parents. Yeah, I mean, but just not having them there, and you, you're, you're on your own to make your own decisions. That's where it all starts with, like, I mean, just how it honestly makes you look back and be like, wow, like, like make like simple like things that I took for just like complete granted when I was growing up living with my parents, like eating three meals a day mm-hmm. it takes like you don't realize how much it takes to plan that out every single day or like cleaning your house doing your laundry oh, stuff yeah. like that like you don't realize how much coordination Just the basic you have chores to the basic chores of making your life not a complete mess yeah takes time yeah and that dude that was my that still is one of my biggest problems and i'll, I'll be the first to admit it like i have a i have i wouldn't say a serious problem because i've come a long way but like I have a problem with like prioritizing what I need to do when I need to do it for like for those kind of chores, you know what I mean? I'll always handle my important things, my, you know, my school job, you know, whatever. But when it comes to like things that are going to make my life easier, like having a, you know, like doing the dishes or something. If I hate having like a full sink of dishes, you know, everyone hates that. At the same time, I'll be like, oh, you know, I have I have 30 minutes right now. Like, what, what can I do? Should I do dishes? No, I'll go do this other thing because I've been doing homework all day. I deserve some free time. It's just like, I don't know. I, I've come a long way, but I definitely have some way to go with that, you know? Yeah. I, I, I don't. I've, I, and this is a question for you, kind of, because I've been seeing. I don't know if you saw it today, um, that Rolling Loud announced that they're coming back in July in Miami. Oh. Wow. Uh, and I know. See, I I never really started going to like concerts or music festivals. Wait, really quick, where was Rolling Loud before again? Was it all over the place, or was it a central location? I know Burning Man was like always in the desert at a sense, but yeah, I don't know. Rolling Loud, I think, moved around. I know that because of like pandemic and everything, yeah. this Rolling Loud is like. I looked at the roster; it's stacked. 
yeah. with like well-known names. I bet. But you you've been to a, a decent amount of like concerts and music festivals. I'm going to my first music festival in August in Salt Lake City. That's sick. And that's awesome. That I I've never been to one before. Like I like how. You, when was the last time you went to a... Oh, man. Because so it's been so long. <laughs> this is like my favorite subject ever, dude. Last time I went to like a... Well, last time I went to a concert is different than when I, went to like, when I went to like a festival. But the last like festival-esque thing I did was um, the summer before I went. To, I came to Chico. I went to two different things. Uh, the first was with... My like my good friend Hayden, who I know he's listening to this, so he he's gonna remember exactly what I'm talking about. But we went to Irvine, um, the Irvine Amphitheater. It was me, him, and our buddy Isaac, and uh, and his girlfriend. I forgot. Oh shoot, we had a, we had a few people with us. Now that I think about it, um, but we went to the Irvine Amphitheater to see Stick Figures, Pepper, Stick Figure, Pepper, and uh, Slightly Stupid at this like you know the open air arena Mm -hmm. and that was so that was the first like you know outdoor that's not even a festival i would say but it was you know the first like outdoor um you know multi-band like big big like reggae thing i've ever been to because that was right when i was really getting into reggae and i remember going there and like i remember bringing in weed too and being like so scared that i was gonna get caught and dude like Everyone there. Literally, like know? that is the that was the stupidest shit to be scared of there, dude. I remember like being like so scared, like hiding it in my socks and shit, and like like walking with a limp to like not break <laughs> break our stuff, and then getting inside, and I would see people literally with like just walking around with like bongs and stuff, and just being like, "This is the coolest thing ever." So what was it? A, it was just a one day thing. Then so that was a one day thing. Okay. So that was a one day thing, and. First of all, probably to this day one of the best shows I've ever seen. All all three bands. Uh, I mean, Pepper's Pepper. They're they're awesome, but they you know they're they're fun. But slightly stupid and stick figure legit like put me in a fucking trance, dude. And and enough for that one. But the second one I remember going to that same summer was uh I th- I think it was that that summer or the summer before was um the last Warp tour. You know they went to um Qualcomm Stadium. Uh, in San Diego and I remember going with my buddy Mason and seeing uh, dude I saw so many cool bands I saw TSOL um, I saw Knock Loose for like the fifth time uh, <laughs> just stuff like that dude it, I literally that, that kind of stuff makes me miss just concerts makes me stuff. miss that so much oh man seeing the green in Sacramento and I mean Black Flag when they came to Chico and just all that stuff dude like literally I'm trying to All get. I want. <laughs> I'm trying to get tickets to Joe Rogan and Sack this September. Really? He's supposed to be at Golden One, but you know, we'll see if that happens. But I was, how how much were those tickets for those events? So, because I know, hmm. I, I imagine Rolling Loud. I'm gonna look that up. You go ahead. And I'm gonna have to guess that like the the like re- the reggae concert was like, I don't know, sixty bucks and. Uh, Warp Tour was like eighty or ninety. Oh, I could be completely good. wrong. Yeah, no, I could be completely wrong. But dude, I mean, Warp Tour is like, <laughs> dude, you're sitting out there in the fucking baking hot sun. It was like 110. It was like 105 degrees. We're on the blacktop of Qualcomm Stadium in the middle of like July or something. And like, dude, it was. I mean, you're just around like thousands of people, freaking sweating and just it's nasty as hell. But it's so much fun, man. Once you get like, just once you just get into it and. 
Once you find water, that's a big thing. So the Rolling Loud tickets start at four hundred forty-seven dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. One day, man. That'd be one day. So that that'd be. Cool. I wonder if that's for that, all that's three a whole days. Experience. Is this a three-day event? That's the one that thing. That has to be for three days, man. 400 or 500 no, no. bucks? 447, 447 is the minimum. Like, I imagine oh, VIP man. things are probably like 800. Oh, at least. At least. At least starting at 800. But, That's crazy. So the second one you talked about was a multi-day one? No, that was also that was a one. That was also a one day, but they, it was like they did a they did a different city like every two days. Okay, gotcha, I, gotcha. I it was a large tour. I mean, there were, I think there was probably like... 40 bands there playing throughout the whole day you know Jeez. like five so or how six does that stages. work is it all like how how many stages were so there? they'll uh, they'll have like you know five four or five main stages Dude, I, I i hope these numbers are right because i don't want to i don't want to sound like i'm talking completely out of my ass but like they have like four or five main stages i would say with like you know the the, the big bands i would play like every half hour or so mm-hmm. and then they'll have uh probably about 10 other total like smaller stages that like you know there's some, some bigger bands like I saw Knocked Loose on one of the smaller stages which you know they're not like a huge huge yeah. band but like for the genre and stuff they're pretty big but it's dude that like just the the, the being around the, the people man is what I is what I miss it's just there's that whole there's a whole culture of like like concert goers you know that's like it's it's such a tight culture and you know it's, that, it's one of those things that like the assholes kind of get rooted out pretty fast you meet some really cool people yeah Uh, on the topic of music i do want to say over the past like week or so just i think from being in your car when we like go to the golf course or something i have been listening to mike pinto so much really oh my god dude Dude, i'm telling you so you're i did not know you were ever listening to anything like mike Pinto. well i just i just remember the first song i heard was um Full speed. Full speed. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably like his most popular one. But then, I don't know. I, I, I had heard you talking about it, and then I just started going down a rabbit hole one day, and it's like all over my playlist now. Literally, like, dude, it's. I love doing that, man. I love just finding someone that, you know, you hear like one song, and you're like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. And you go listen to either the album, or you just go yeah. through like their top songs, and you're like, holy shit, this is dope. And you just go through a whole rabbit hole. That's how i found that, some of my like biggest influences in music you know it's funny because like up until college probably or maybe senior year of high school i never like would get into individual artists i wouldn't listen to like full albums or anything i would just if i liked the song mm-hmm. i liked it it would get added to the playlist mm-hmm. but i didn't have like an uh, i like this person i like that person this is a great album that's a great album it didn't until about college that I started getting into the people I listened to, which is really weird because it's a whole different sort of experience. Dude, I, I started doing that a little early. I started doing that like when I was six. I, I kind of don't do that as much now for some reason. Really? I, I, yeah, I've started flip-flopped because when I was like 16 is when I would you know, listen to full albums like every single time I would listen to music. I remember I listened to Mad Season's uh, Above album every day and I, I'm like not bullshit here every single day after school at least once for a solid two months <laughs> like like that I would I would I was that kind of guy but there's something about listening to an album like as opposed to listening to you know each individual like individual songs. songs that I mean some artists do it a lot better than others but some artists I noticed you know it's like it's like you're you're listening to a movie 
You know, you're 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 going through this whole journey. Like we've mentioned before, Ready to Die by okay. Biggie is yeah. like the best fucking. It's the best album, album to listen there, to, in my opinion. Chronolog- like because yes. he does a great yeah. job of just telling his life story as the album goes, and just like not just his, but like telling a story. Yeah, it, maybe it's relate. You know, it's based on how he grew up and everything and all that. But if you listen to the songs, they like they they go. In like a story fashion, it's it's and you just get, in addition to yeah. the music being good, you get invested into like actually like you kind of build a picture in your head of what's going on. Exactly, you you build a picture. You you like start adding more to the sound that you're hearing. You know, like when you hear when when I hear "Give Me the Loot" by Biggie. Yeah. Like I hear you know I hear the song. I hear it's fucking you know sick ass lyrics and shit. But at the same time, it's like I can envision. Exactly what's going on when they're when yeah, they're when they're it's, talking. It's you know, literally rapping, you know? it's literally a story about his buddy getting him or is it him or I think dude that, that, that's the thing somebody's it's getting like, out of jail and yeah. they're getting right on a robber like they're going right on robberies but it you know ends in a shootout with the cops but but it's it, just so it's so cool it's like you can you. I could be entertained on such a different level. Yeah, exactly. And not to say that he's he's the only artist that's done that. No, I mean, but it's a good. Ex- old, it's a great example. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of old school hip hop. I noticed does because that's. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely not the most well versed person in hip hop at all. At all, but I, I've noticed that from when I I like old school. I like little like old school stuff. Whenever I do listen to hip hop, but. That you know, and there's always the obvious. Wu Tang like, does that. Yeah, Wu Tang does that pretty good. No, there's the obvious. You know, like classic rock. Pink Floyd does that. Like none, none other. I mean, they'll make you, they'll make you, fucking trip without taking anything. You know what I mean? Just by listening to them, it's yeah. crazy. The 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 different uh, like creative approaches that musicians have. It's like it's it's just so, it's different musicians have. It's so cool. I, I I respect that so much. Yeah, but there's also been a lot of stuff going on <laughs> more locally here I around feel, the Chico area. I almost should, I almost feel like to. it should be like a dedicated thing, like tweaker <laughs> news of Chico or because something. Because it always just comes back around to it. There's it so does. much content that you can mine from this city. Yeah, on its. I don't want to just be like the you know the tweaker podcast that we but just fucking it, talk about that shit. I don't but, either, but it's oh, genuinely man. such a it's part so of Chico culture. Like <laughs> like I hear about it. I don't. It's not like I go looking for these things. I hear about them from friends, and I'm like, I have to, I have to bring that up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, like we we mentioned before, the Butte County Fire Accidents and Crimes Facebook page is it's it's, it's probably my most visited website mm-hmm. as of the past you know two months just because it's like like anything you hear going on like or any like sirens you hear you can just check instantly figure out what's going on like the the the, 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 the like soccer moms and stuff i'll just instantly report it whoever's around chico it's crazy so what was uh there was one very notable event that just happened actually quite right down the road from here right down to, the road right down here. uh right down ninth street here yeah so just down 9th Street at the Ar- Arco gas station. Um, I, I, I think it was just like in the middle of the day. Well, first of all, first of all, we got to preface where this is, like in retrospect oh, yeah, to Chico. Yeah. So the Arco gas station, right in the heart of like Main Street downtown, 
right, right next, next to the liquor bank. <laughs> right next to the liquor bank where, I mean, straight up, like, it's always, there's always fights at the liquor bank. It's yeah. always, it's never like, you know, never like shootings and stuff. It's always like physical fights. But yeah. All the time. All the time. Go on. Um, but anyways, so I guess some lady just, I don't, she's a tweaker, so I assume she didn't pull up in a car or anything, but she just like paid and just started sp- spraying gas at least to, according to them <laughs> she started spraying gas everywhere and trying to light the gas station on fire and in her mugshot she's like covered in gasoline and it's it's just like a statement to like how like we've talked <laughs> we've talked about the beats of chico like that area oh yeah of homeless people is purely just like People who are completely gone, trying to burn down gas stations. They're, like they yeah. don't ask for money. Let, they don't do it. They're like let's purely explain the beats. Let's explain the beats though, because chaotic evil. <laughs> so <laughs> there's there's like the I I I've never heard it called a beat system before, but I guess it's a it's a common thing. For yeah, like the, you know, poli- if you're, like the, the beats police for police do yeah. it or something. So the city's divided into different districts or beats, I guess it's called. And like the district that we're most familiar with is beat two, which is like by far the most the most like active in you know active in like crime and shit like yeah. that just there's always crazy shit going on in beat too so <laughs> we we were talking the other day and it's like we noticed there's that a system there's, there's a classification a system. system it's like classes it's, it's like a hierarchy <laughs> it's crazy like there's different like it's like a choose your fighter type thing you know there's like different like there's different types of people for the there's different types of like transient people for different beats, beats yeah. so we, we we deduced it's like the beat i forget which beat it is like five or something like that with the mall the one by in and out in the mall yeah the one by in and out with mall major traffic that's where all the hustlers are at yeah, bro. straight purely beggars Every, well no no i mean not, not like not that just that but it's like the people that are like you know come and talk to hey man like can i wash your car kind of thing yeah. like the people that are like out to make a buck kind of thing you know the the recycling yards there so there's always people taking taking stuff there dude they're hustling man i'm telling you dude, that's like I the, literally that's was... like the place you go to like if you want to find someone that's like gonna gonna like yeah. put in some work man that's, that's no they, they're get. out that they, those they're chasing the bag they're out chasing there. the bag out in beat <laughs> five or whatever it is and then there's beat two which is the psychosis beat. which is our beat it's yeah <laughs> of that's, course it has to be ours <laughs> but i mean it's like you know it's the student area it's it's just how it is but yeah. fuck dude like it's some shit sometimes like there's a <laughs> you, you like you won't there's no dialogue you're gonna have with these yeah people they walk around in silence until they go into a drug-induced psychosis it's like a, it's a completely different <laughs> it's a completely different vibe of person man it's like we said it's the full psychosis beat. like they're gone like maybe they were chasing the bag out there and then <laughs> one day that that the bag fi- clap that, back that, or that final meth hit just reduced their brain enough to where they're like it's time to make the journey to beat two and there was one more didn't we have one more there was uh there was the hustlers the psychosis and then there was i, I don't remember, remember but there's those people at comanche creek that yeah <laughs> That's a whole other. That's I, a I'm gonna whole have to hold myself thing. back on that one. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um, the only place I've ever seen anybody get charged with lynching, but that, yeah, yeah, that, that's, that's a real the, thing. If you want to check the Chico arrest logs, it's another Butte County fire accidents and crimes. The, these two people in Comanche Creek got charged with lynching, which I don't even know how you do that. Like in. 2021 but fool looked like he would he would be the guy yeah to no he looked lynching. like the type to be caught yeah caught yeah. lynching um so we're glad that they're off of the street and hopefully for a while um but anyways uh we, we talk about tweakers a lot and god knows there's plenty of content but do have to bring up 
your experience with the California Water Department. Yeah, so, I mean, no one usually ever has anything good to say about the California Water Department. or yeah. And I, I'm no exception, you know? I'm no exception. So I what mean, happened like, here a few days ago? Well, <laughs> <laughs> so we get a notice on our door of, like, you know, like, damn near the day of. It says something like, Fuck you, jerk off. We're shutting off your water. Basically, and not not to and you know not to any sort of like oh you didn't pay anything. It's like oh no we're doing some we're doing some uh, some some maintenance work. Some you construction. Know? Right in the prime hours of the day, five five p.m. Your water shuts off. No biggie, right? No, dude. That's like fucking when I'm getting home doing everything. So like, I see this notice and I don't. I, to be honest, I just kind of read it for a second. Didn't really think anything of it. Put it down, and pretty soon the next day my water's shut off. <laughs> And so I'm like, get a call. You got a yeah, call. Oh yeah, at my I get house. a call. I get a call from our roommate. Uh, he's like, bro, our, <laughs> our water shut off. What are we? What are we gonna do? And then it all kind of hits me like, fuck. I didn't read this notice. Like, I yeah, wonder so, how long this is gonna be shut off. So we went to In and Out, and we were just. And then on the way back to In and Out, it hit you all oh, of yeah. a sudden in the driver's seat. You're like, where am I gonna take a shit, dude? <laughs> if anyone. I, I, you know, it's like, you know, I have to be embarrassed even to talk about this because I know everyone has this exact thought when, <laughs> at least I do, like when I'm put in a situation that's not like my, you know, standard day to day, you know, I'm not like, when I'm put in a situation like I'm at a hotel or something like that, where, where, how, and like my setting of how I'm going to take a shit is very much at the forefront of my yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like the second, I mean, it took, it took like an, like an hour or two to set in actually, which is surprising for me, but like. It hit me like a brick wall. I was like, dude, what happens if, God forbid, I wake up at like I have to shit. 2 in the morning? Oh, yeah, I don't want to have to run outside and squat down. Yeah, that's no. That's, that's ungodly. So, so I, I, I just came to the conclusion, like, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I have to go across town to Winco. <laughs> the solace of Winco Foods. Bro, the only 24-hour establishment. Because 7-Eleven doesn't have a bathroom and nothing is God, open. Even if 7-Eleven had a bathroom, I would, yeah, not, would not fucking go use there the bathroom in, in 7-Eleven here, bro. Oh, and I would rather go outside for that. But dude, like, that was a very real moment of like, I was kind of sk- like, like, like panicked for a second. Like, dude, like that's a, that's Honestly? a terrible fate to have. If you like, 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 I mean, it was a long weekend too. Like we were, you know, we were, we were active having a good time and stuff. So like, I was kind of beat down by the end. So I wasn't really like, at a place to like risk it and just that thought of just <laughs> being hung foods? out to try dude winco foods is like honestly taking a shit there with nobody else in the store except i know they're stalking would yeah. be kind of peaceful okay no no but have you ever been to winco at i mean i've made a bunch of winco trips at i like remember two three in the morning sophomore year i used to go with our uh our roommate over there and we'd go at like two in the morning and uh i would lose him because he (laughs) would smoke too much and be so high that i'd like be looking at bananas because i drove because i'd be sober and i'd be like looking at bananas and i i have videos on my snapchat memories of just lost just lost just lost term yeah and and he would just disappear and i'd spend like five minutes trying to find bro i was getting some tortillas <laughs> <laughs> bro like 
That's so true. Every time I go, every time I go to Winco with him, it's like, or just like any grocery it's store, a, it's it's half the journey is finding him after we go we go in. But going to Winco at two in the morning is an no, aesthetic, no, a it's, very it's, rare. It's one. scary hours at its at its at its peak. Yeah. honestly. you go in there and it's you're with the stalkers, like the the the. the Feels you know, like shelf the, stalkers. You know the back rooms. Yeah, like yeah exactly. It's like the back rooms, exactly. You put the stalkers, and then the other people that are there at, at Winco the at two in the morning, which is usually stoners. Yeah, and just weirdos. Yeah, like that's the best. I. It's not like anything outwardly that I can tell, but but they're weird. They're weird. Yeah, and I. I mean, I've been one of them, admittedly, yeah. a few times. But it's like it's definitely an aesthetic, and it's not an aesthetic that I'd want to take a shit in at two in the morning. <laughs> Like just someone stumbles in. Yeah, dude, exactly. <laughs> like I mean, I've seen some shit just in the parking lot walking up, even like at 11 p.m. Where you're just like, dude, like what this am I doing Walmart? here? Why? What's the hell Why didn't I just go here? in the morning? But I'm here now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> did, I, did I really need multi-grain bread this this bad to where I'm willing to put up with this? I gotta say, my favorite thing I heard, like the most memorable thing I remember in terms of going to Winco super late at night, is me, you. And our roommate Herm, going oh, I have super a video late. Of that. Super late to get those little miniature like personal pies, you know? Because <laughs> oh, I wanted like, a but what two thirty? It was like morning. banana cream cake or coke. I have videos. We're just sitting of, on Herm's couch, just going. We were watching good. like we were watching. We were watching like, YouTube and like yeah. something with a pie came over. Like, dude, we gotta go get that. How like well, was Safeway open? Nah. Is, who's driving? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a video of us that night. Um, staring at the little the little Debbie like <laughs> thing they had put up of like the cakes and like there were Twinkies on there and stuff and we're just staring like you and her were just staring oh, at it and just like oh. I will always <laughs> always have a special place in my heart for like are they still called ho hos like the little uh, or like the Hostess cupcake things the chocolate ones right yeah. with the cream in the with the little like swirly yeah. white thing I, I, I think they're called ho hos or is that a different thing. I assume they are. Oh, dude, those literally—that with a glass of milk. I, you, you, the secret is you—you know—you eat half of it and then you dunk the rest in the milk and then drink the milk and then eat it. Best thing ever. Really? You don't do that. I, I never a, really ate. Ho-hos I've only met a, a few lot. people that do that, but it's fucking the way I, to do I, it. Man. I was always eating Twinkies as a kid. Really? Twinkies or uh, what else was good? Um, Little Debbie had. Oh, cosmic brownies were always good. Cosmic brownies were a classic. Yeah, like in the in the um, lunch at like like elementary school. Yeah, you know? I wouldn't get them a lot because my I don't know mom just wouldn't get them. But I remember other kids. It was like the elite of the school if you had that. Oh man, it was like trading. Yeah, it was like a trading system, a barter system. Okay, dude, we I remember I never really thought much of this as a little kid, but as I got older. I realized how fucking weird this was, but so I went to a school, or when I went to uh, when I went to elementary school, I remember it was like a very common thing for me to see kids eating a sandwich of uh, for lunch, a sandwich of butter and sprinkles. What do you mean? I, I between two pieces of white bread, and like I, I remember seeing well, this you sure so many icing? times. What what the fuck difference does it make? That's their sandwich for lunch. I'm just saying, like icing at least goes with like the sweetness <laughs> theme. But of dude, sprinkles. you're giving this to like a growing child. Hey like, man, some okay. parents aren't that committed. But dude, like maybe butter? they were maybe they made their lunch that day. They were just like yeah, no, but it was like, like I, I, I know, don't know sprinkles I, like, and butter. Did you ever see that? 
No, there was a kid that used to come to school with um, every day with a tortilla filled with feta cheese, and that was his <laughs> lunch all the time. And he was like so proud of it. Like his mom, I don't know, but he was always like rep hyping up feta cheese. Just it was literally just a tortilla filled with feta cheese, and that and it was like his favorite. It was like his favorite thing. That's actually like there were some weird lunches. <laughs> oh man, dude, like. I, other than the sprinkles and the butter, man, I don't really know of any. Of the, like I used to, I probably the weird. I was I was kind of that weird kid because like in high school, I remember I would like trying to eat super clean. I'd literally just bring one of those cans of chicken to school for lunch. It was so. You've nasty. talked about that before that <laughs> you could so just nasty. eat cans of chicken. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, first now, of all, are you talking really about like? Because but... I know there's the cans. Was it was it like the cans of tuna? It's like a can of tuna, except hey, I get we get it from Costco. Um, it was like a can of tuna, same look and everything, but it was chicken. And I would take that, uh, that a can opener, some fruit, <laughs> and like some saltines, and I would like freaking sprinkle salt and pepper on it and just eat it straight up. And people would be like, "That's fucking disgusting," but. In my mind, it was worth it. You do that with the tuna, anyways. Yeah, the you tuna. Just, yeah. You just take it out of the can because I, and I don't just want... put salt, pepper on it. Yeah, because what? Why I have to deal with all the other bullshit for right because now? Because it if tastes I'm gonna make, way gonna, better. Well, I understand, but like, if I'm gonna be eating tuna, yeah. if I'm if I'm not if I'm gonna be eating canned tuna, yeah, I'll make a tuna steak and put time and effort. See into that? It. That's you good. Know? I'm not I'm not going under the notion that I don't like cooking because I fucking love cooking. Have, but have you... quick cooking is you know I'll eat like I'll eat. You know, a bland ass thing. I don't really care. Have you had, um, like, at a sushi place, like seared, like seared? It's raw, but it's seared oh, tuna. Yes, that yes. is really good. Oh man, like, that's extreme. I, I remember. I don't. I assume it's. They don't have it like Makuni's. I I have never. Okay, heard of so Makuni's is like this place in Sac. There's a few of them. Um, I don't know how far out they go, but they have something like that where they they sear it. And I had never had something like that before. Amazing. Like, and then I started exploring, like, tuna steak, like you mentioned before. Oh, yeah. So good. But actually, it's funny because there's a news story in SAC that just happened at McCoonie's. Some dude, they have these, like, trucks, like, McCoonie trucks. Mm -hmm. And some dude would, like, go there every night and, like, steal the gas out of them. And they, oh, they, really? they he's, like, on, like, he's at large, and he just goes around <laughs> to McCoonies and steals the gas out of the trucks. Oh, my, just McCoonies trucks? <laughs> yeah, bro, I don't know what Damn. it is, but he, like, cuts, like, the gas line and then funnels, it's weird, Oh, bro. shit, so he he doesn't even, like, siphon it. No, he, he doesn't does. siphon it. Wow. No, that's crazy. Did some of the, well, okay, going back to the, um, going back to the, the, like, you know, tuna thing we were yeah. talking about. I, I haven't had very much of like you know the raw. I I've only had it in I think like Japanese style. I'm, is that the only one that has raw fish? I'm not what sure. Do you mean? Like is that the only is that the only type of Asian food that has raw fish or is there multiple? I'm totally in the dark. Yeah, I assume that multiple do. Well, I've I've only had it at Japanese restaurants where they've given you like the um you know just those thick slabs of just raw of like raw tuna or raw salmon or whatever. Mm -hmm. and you, it's like. You know, you think looking at it, you're like, "That's kind of gross." I'm just gonna put raw fish in my mouth. You get, you and then you put it in your mouth, and it like melts in your mouth, and it's yeah. so delicious that like I can't even describe it. It's like nothing I've ever had before. It's so good. S salmon? I'm not a big fan of raw salmon. Not a big fan. I like raw tuna. I like raw mostly anything, but salmon for me is just like I'm. 
That's such like that's a, in my mind. I I classify that as like a, co- a fish you cook. Yeah, I understand it. I mean, if it's prepared for if it's prepared for me and I don't have to do it, <laughs> I'm gonna trust it. I mean, for for the most part. You ever had eel? Raw yes, eel. That's I, really good. I I, I, I was surprised because I like ordered like. Whatever the dish said said unagi. I was like, this mm-hmm. got to just be some fish. And then whoever I was with just was like, that's eel, and it was really good. I've, have you ever, you know, have you ever? Would you ever try octopus? Have you ever seen people, raw? Have you ever seen people eat like the octopus See, legs? That's another one that's like calamari. You know, that's usually like I classify that in my head as like it's fried, <laughs> or like cooked in a certain way. And I've seen too many videos of like those raw. Like, those people that eat it, like, right after it's been killed. Yeah. Like, where it's still suctioning to them. I mean, you know, I would try it just to try it. I'd try a lot of stuff, but... Oh, man. Raw octopus? I mean, I, I would... I guess it, it would, could be good. I like calamari, I might, so. you know, I might really hate it, but I'd be down to just, like, I, try. I want to try, like, all those, like, weird meats. Like, yeah, that exactly. they could, like, hunt, like, game meats. Like, alligator. Kangaroo, dude. Can- my friend's dad. Really? I, I remember... Ate kangaroo and like uh, mountain lion stuff like that. I'd be interested in trying all that. I had um, I'm trying to think of the weirdest thing I've ever eaten in terms of like meat. Probably honestly, it's not that weird, but like snake. That was really snake, kinda, like, like rattlesnake. rattlesnake. Yeah, it was kind of. I'd try that. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't like very, very good in my opinion. I mean, I've never, you know, it's a snake. Did you eat a lot of sushi in San Diego? Um, I didn't really eat sushi until I was like 17, but really? once I did, I went pretty hard. See, that was for me. My, like growing up, my mom like liked sushi, but like me and my dad just like, nah, that's raw fish that I don't want to eat that. And then yeah. like I got in a relationship and they were really into it. And then I started eating it a lot and I got addicted to it. And I can't, honestly, coming up to like in SAC, there's a lot of sushi places. So I'd always be going and getting stuff. But here in Chico, like, there's a lot of, like, like, iFish is probably the best one for, like, takeout sushi. But, like, a sit-down sushi restaurant, there's not a lot of them. Like, um... I, I know I've heard of, like, a couple, but I don't know... I don't... Like, there's one like... downtown, but the best one I've had here, I don't know if you've been there, is, uh, Big Tuna. Or, yeah, at least I think it's called Big Tuna. But they, they're the, like, only... Chico sushi place that I've been to where it's like that reminds me of Sack like a sit-in place I can go to that's really nice it's got the whole aesthetic mm-hmm. but um <clears throat> I honestly gotta go I haven't been to a sit-down place for sushi in I'm gonna see how years. late it's open <laughs> we need to go to Quando's just to throw that in there we yeah. gotta figure out a trip the for all that you, the all you can eat uh like what, what is it specifically like a like a Chinese buffet or you is would, it? it's like Asian yeah, it's, it's just like, like so, all around. But it's of. not like a specific country. There's like a because yeah. they have sushi. They've got Chinese. They've got like oh man, they have soups. everything to fucking make me want to kill myself after because I've just eaten too much. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but speaking speaking on a, another thing that we have done recently that wasn't <laughs> up to expectations. Yeah, and I'm sure everybody because this was a big thing. It was a big it, thing. It was the if you um, didn't watch it, you heard about it at least. If you didn't watch it, congratulations. Um, the how horrible the Jake Paul event was, the Triller fight club, Just, whatever they're called, event. Yeah, Triller as a whole, their whole <laughs> between the Mike Tyson fight and this one, 
It's been. A I mean, shit it was show. it was such a desperate attempt to like get younger people like and and to their credit, what was it? it's like the numbers? It's like one point six I mean, million pay per view buys. Yeah. But, uh, and God knows how many other people were just like the, the announcing was horrible. No, like I mean, I've never awful. Snoop Dogg was the best by announcer far, there by far. And, and it really hit me at how shitty that event was when Oscar De La Hoya, the retired boxer, comes to commentate, and he is coked out of his mind, like, like saying stuff that makes no sense. Like when the Frank Mir fight was happening, neither of those guys are like even like. Like, the USSR isn't a thing anymore, and he kept, like, he's bringing that energy, like, he's from the USSR, and, like, talking about, yeah, I'm coming out of retirement, I'm gonna beat the best in the world, like, talking hella fast, he was probably drunk, too, and then he literally, like, comments on camera that Snoop Dogg's been handing out, let's say, party favors, uh, off camera, and they had to pull him from the broadcast. (laughs) Dude, it's, um, just throughout that whole thing, you could just see, like, like it's one thing to kind of have because it is a it is a you know a third party hosted thing like they can do whatever they want they could curse they could say essentially whatever mm-hmm. but I mean at the same time it's like there's a level of professionalism there's a level of professionalism when you're announcing something to where it's like I just wanted to fucking turn them off dude I just yeah. wanted to turn the voices off and just be like okay I'm gonna watch this fight plus not to mention dude not to mention <clears throat> like. I don't know. We only we probably watched the whole bro- like the amount of broadcast we watched was probably what like an hour and a half. Something like that. I wouldn't watch uh, the dude, little concerts no, in between. Uh, I was gonna say of that hour and a half, like f- an hour of that was those concerts, bro. Yeah. Like just, I mean, I get it. Maybe like have a song they in between. Even but dude, that there was good. like yeah. Well, well, first of all, yeah, it was. I mean, the lip syncing and stuff was like very <laughs> like too obvious for yeah, the most part. For some and of I them. hate to just trash on it the whole time, but dude, it like kind of pissed me off how bad it, the production it was yeah like I, snoop dogg was by far the best, the best part, part about it. it yeah like without a doubt performing with strippers and everything it <laughs> <laughs> just i don't know like he 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 has a very uh he has a good like repertoire or uh, reputation rather of like you know making a shitty broadcast good or all just, i like, know is that jake paul can like now he can stop dodging with these BS fights. It's like, he, he tried to act like... He was, listen, it was a big thing because it's Jake Paul and people want to see him get hit. Mm-hmm. But he's fighting a guy that literally doesn't know striking. Like, is a wrestler. Is the one of the worst... And he, he's an amazing athlete. One of the worst strikers. He, you're boxing him. Of course, like, you're at an advantage. Like, he's got to fight a real boxer now. And that's, that's, that's where I'll be into it. But it, it, it was... It just felt so tacky. That, like they, it was true. like that, desperate. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, like desperate and tacky. Like it was just a, uh, like they were trying to appeal too much to like, hey, we're we don't give a fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, hey, we're this is we like, got the Demilio sisters. Yeah, cool, bro. Yeah, I don't cool. know who's bo- watching boxing that gives a f- <laughs> gives <laughs> like a they, shit. Like, do they know what? Like, do they know what the fuck is even going on? Like, I understand they're like a on TikTok, big deal. But like, shit, it's it becomes a, it becomes a. <laughs> part where it's like it almost takes away from like you know boxing's a cool thing that like it, it you know it has a history to it of like you kind of almost got to respect the sport a little bit ben Askren was literally talking about like i have like kids from my wrestling academy watching this and i feel bad for the parents trying to explain what the hell's going on <laughs> like because we had the boxing event on and in the other room we had the ufc event on and you could just tell yeah like the level of 
people that know what they're doing and professionalism. Like watching that was like watching, I think Ben Affleck like a circus. It was like a circus, mm-hmm. and you go like over to the UFC, and it was just like after that horrible event ended, and we went into the other room and we were watching the main event, Whitaker versus Gastelum. It was just like a relief. It was like. God, that, at least this isn't like a, a complete shit show. Like, at least I can enjoy this, and like these are actual fighters and stuff. Yeah, I know what you mean. But what you got going on for like the rest of your week? Oh man, well I got a midterm on Thursday. Probably have another midterm going on sometime because it's just getting to be it's that, that time. time again. It's like, dude, it's literally that time every three weeks. I swear. And it, uh, <laughs> at least as far as the podcast go, we always have a. It's supposed mentor. to rain this weekend, and I know, I think some of my roommates are gonna go home. I might go back to Sac for the weekend mm-hmm. because I would stay, but like if we're gonna float the river or something. But if it's mm-hmm. raining, like I think that's probably our last spurt of rain before we get consistent heat. Yeah, I mean it's what because was it it's today? hot like today. 90? It's like eighty eight, ninety. Yeah, dude, it I was, was ninety yesterday. It, I parked it. I didn't forgot to park in the shade, man, and it or paid for it on the way. Uh, to pick up Levi today, dude. It was hot. Oh my god, it's, it's getting. To I, that I, that's one thing I really don't miss about summer is getting oh into your car ab, like after you like get out of the gym or something like that, or just it's wherever melting. there's an open parking lot. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, this is like this has to be like bad for my car, dude. Like it's so fucking we're, hot. We're about because March and April are like that's like 70, 80 degree weather. It's perfect. Like it's not too. Then we're gonna start getting into May, June, July, which is miserable. just like it's really it's miserable. disgusting how hot it is. It, I, it's like unenjoyable like every time I have to drive I'm like can I like go turn on the car and keep the AC on for like five <laughs> minutes before I actually go anywhere dude I can only imagine those like like my my friends in like Texas or, oh. or like god forbid if I don't really know too many people in Florida but like people in Florida during the summer dude like I went for like I went in like the middle of winter and it was 80 degrees I can only imagine and it's super humid and it was still pretty like I mean, for me being used to just like dry heat, it was still pretty fucking gnarly. I can only imagine when it's like a hundred degrees. Dude, thank God our <laughs> our like martial arts classes are later in the day because I can't even imagine coming out from that into the heat. Like night oh, workouts are gonna man. start being more popular for me. Yeah. Like the it, the heat gets the heat. You have to start structuring your day around the heat. I completely forgot I even have I have Muay Thai. In, but I'll tell you what, I'm glad. The one thing I'll be glad about being in SAC for the summer is that I have my parents' AC. <laughs> Dude, right, right. I have the. I mean, Dom knows just as well as anyone. The AC unit that's behind us, behind the curtains, the best one in this fucking yeah, probably out. best one in Chico. But best one. nothing hits better than when as, you go as qu- home. To quote the guy that installed it. <laughs> This thing puts it puts BTUs out like a motherfucker. <laughs> but dude, that's having having good AC, man. I, this is the first time in three years since moving out that I've had a good source of AC. So I'm happy to have a hopefully comfortable summer, even though I'm not gonna really be here. Actually, now that I think about it, when do you get when when do you think you're getting back to Chico? Because I'm gonna be back. I'll be back and forth, but I'll be you know. back in like mid August. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll be yeah. back and forth throughout and, and then. And it's but still I'll gonna be, be for sure. It's still August. gonna be pretty hot then, so we'll still have time to float the river mm-hmm. before oh, yeah. it gets cold again. It doesn't get it doesn't get cold until like November sometimes, doesn't it? Like October, October. I feel like it's or October, not November. I always forget October's a month. But yeah, but, well, it was been a uh, 
It's been a great episode 10. Thank you guys again for tuning in. 10 uh, episodes. Yeah, just for being with us these past 10 weeks. Um, And here's to 10 more. Hopefully more than that even. But once again, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Hit us up on social media. Please. We've had one angry DMer (laughs) and that's it. But I wonder who that could be. Yeah, no. Freaking asshole. (laughs) But... Um. Either way, please hit us up. We really like to hear any sort of support. Um, make sure, if you guys haven't seen the uh, <laughs> the little video that our buddy uh, Kush did. Shout um, out to Kush. Yeah, be sure to check it out on our Instagram. And if you feel so inclined, send us your own video. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a follow. Tag us on Instagram at orangehousepod. Or uh, send us an email at orangehousepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, have a great rest of your week. Yeah, have a great rest of your week. Here's to next time. We'll see you guys.